right, welcome to the next episode of Ma- the Mantic Podcast. I'm your host, Chopper, and today I'm joined with Stephen Hildrew, uh, Kings of War player extraordinaire, winner of, uh, ooh, what year was that? Was that When was the last Clash of Kings? 2018? It, it, it was 2018, but um, strictly speaking, I wasn't the winner, I came fourth. Oh. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I won the prize, so that, that counts, right? Okay. Yeah. Well, who won? Who won the prize for the trip, but didn't get a chance to go because pandemic? Right. Uh, exactly. Horrible. Ronnie mentioned owes me a holiday. That's, yeah. uh, that's all I mean. <laughs> we'll get it. We'll get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so Stephen, uh, tell me about yourself. How did you get started into Kings of War and gaming in general? Um. So, um, how did I get started with Kings of War? So, I. I Back in the 1980s, 1983-ish, I um, no, can't be then because I was only six then. Maybe 1989, 1989-1990. Um, I played a bit of Warhammer because it was popular at school, and as I say played a bit. I played four games, I think, ever, and then I sat in my loft and just painted miniatures and stuff, and then didn't really touch them again. But I really liked the idea of it. I just was, um, I was quite a shy kid, and I didn't. You know, too terrifying to go to a games workshop and walk in to talk to the horrible <laughs> giant bearded men that was quite scary. So instead, I just kind of sat and badly painted miniatures in my loft for about two years um, and then hit teenagehood and went off um, more interested in girls and, and indie music. And then let's see, it must be a three years ago now. I was looking for stuff to do with my son, um, who was well, he would have been 11 at the time. Okay. And um I remembered uh, Wargaming. I thought, oh, that was really fun. I really enjoyed that when I was a teenager. I loved the idea of it. Maybe he would be interested in it. And I looked up Warhammer, and it, it didn't really exist anymore in the same form, and it was all very confusing. Um, and I, I remember I came across a forum post somewhere that said, oh, most of the Warhammer players have gone to play Kings of War, they said. And so um, I went to look up Kings of War, and it was free. Um, and so I, I started to check that out, and I played a couple of games with my son, who didn't like it. And then I was having... <laughs> I was having so much fun playing it myself that I thought, you know, I'm I'm just going to play it. And I, I found a couple of uh, people that played relatively local to me, who invited me over for a game, and um, yeah, it went, went went from there really. Just carried on playing and collecting armies. And now, I, if I look behind me, I've got six full armies ranging between two and four thousand points worth on the shelf behind Holy me. Holy moly, and, that's um, a lot. Yeah, and so it's just uh, if I if I go into something, I tend to go with both feet a bit too hard and so (laughs) full force onto this hobby so yeah and i I rescued all the stuff from my mum's loft and that what there was kind of the 1990s models and because i'm not i have no particular nostalgia for things i sold the vast majority of them um for a considerable sum of money and uh, spent it all immediately and more on uh new stuff so (laughs) that's awesome and so i guess uh uh, with the new coming of our new line here, this is, uh, from my understanding, from what I'm hearing uh, around uh, the world, I guess, is that this is the army that you've been waiting for that's coming out in March? Um, well, so I'm, I'm a Rackin player, so it's, it's a funny story, because the guy that um, really got me into Kings of War is a guy called uh, Richard Miller, um, who lives near here. He had um, a herd army. Right, which he'd made from all Mantic miniatures, and he was um, from I think it was Clash of Kings twenty seventeen or eighteen seven eighteen. I think he went to, and he won second best painted with it. Oh, nice! Um, because you know there was a quite a mind blowing achievement at the time to make an all herd army at Mantic miniatures that hadn't been done. So he was like, really, and I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. I wonder if there's any any other armies I could do that with. So I took it upon myself to make an all Mantic Ratkin army, which I did. 
which is the army I took to Clash of Kings, was my romantic army. And I spent, you know, a year converting Veermin miniatures uh, and all that kind of stuff. And then I finished my army, took it to Clash of Kings, um, did pretty well. And then Mantic announced they were going to produce an all Mantic Ratkin line. And I'm like, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you'll have the distinction of being the first. And that leads me to a good question. And because uh, not only is Wargaming just a, a, a game, it's it's a hobby, like you said. And uh, knowing that you can convert the Vermin uh, from Dead Zone into a, a King's War Army is, is, is a great idea and might give other people ideas. And not, if they are not happy with some of their Ratkin models, they could change up to Vermin models. Did you find that the Vermin models were hard to convert into a, uh, a fantasy setting? No, not so much. And actually, a lot of them are still in the army. Um, like, for example, the nightmares are just are, are nightmares, right? So yeah. there's plenty of um, guns on them. You can have them with drills or guns. I think when I started, as always happens, if you're going to, if you decide to convert a whole army, you start off like way too complicated. But with Rakan, it's a horde army. Yes. Um, so by the time I reached my 200th model, I was putting significantly less effort into converting them when I started, <laughs> right? So when I started, like this, I've got a couple of units here, the first units I've got. This is, um, they were blight at the time, they don't exist anymore, but, you know, they've, they've got full green stuff cloaks on them, there's, like, smoke running around the bases, they've they've all got converted weapons, or, and I remember I filed off all of the kind of slightly space age type armour, and, and sculpted chest plates on all of the, there, there were brutes at the time. You know, so that was what I did at the beginning, and then at the end, I was literally just taking orc arms and sticking them on the the, the Veerman models and going, "Yep, yeah, that's good enough." For me. <laughs> um, so you know, you can go one end or the other. If you want, there's a guy called uh, Cy Brand. Um, if you Google, if you if you go into Facebook and search for some of his stuff, or in the Ratkin forums, his conversions are really amazing. He's taken a, a slasher like a goblin slasher mm-hmm. and he sculpted a rat head on the front of it and, and to make it a mutant rat fiend it's just a fantastic job so yeah. you, know, you can go as big as you like but actually the um, the dead zone minis convert really well like the tangle converts pretty well i you know I, the, the pilot on it looks a bit space agey you can put any uh, any ratkin kind of model or warlocky yeah. type model on the back of it it looks pretty cool and what else i've got some dead zone models that i converted to make mutant rat feeds i've got a type one um, that I put like rat tails all over, and the the tunnel runners are pretty good. They're they're obviously a straight port. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Put different tra- tire tracks on them. You can do whatever you want. So I think the the range is brilliant, and the, and the new the new models are, are lovely. Um, really, really nice. Oh uh, yeah. Easy, and I'm looking. I can't wait. Rob's promised to to to, to let me know when they got them in. Some of the shock troop conversions, all that kind of stuff. I think it's looking looking pretty good. That'd be pretty good. I mean, and then I guess. With the dead zone and with the new plastics coming out, uh, then the, the the range of conversion is just even more so. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Like size army is quite. He actually did it before the racking came out as well, um, but it's very similar to the style. So it's this kind of like World War One type style, mm-hmm. which is um, which is really nice. That kind of steampunky kind of vibe. Some people don't like it. I, I kind of do. So like the death engines have got uh, a rat inside them, chained to them, driving them and stuff like that, which is just uh, really, really cool. Um, so I think, I think the range is there. You can do any way you like. Um, I think what's important is to move away from Skaven because at the end oh, of the yeah. day, the, the Skaven is such a strong um, kind of ethos. And it's really, even, you know, me as a, as a not really a Warhammer player knew about Skaven and that kind of whole thing. It is so famous. So trying to move it away from that and making it something different is actually very difficult to do. So I think uh, taking it down its own direction is pretty cool. 
Nice, nice. So, uh, well, then, as a as a rat general, uh, do you have any tips or tricks that you could talk about uh, for players who are looking to start playing uh, Ratkin Army? Since we have uh, <laughs> actually the box and everything should be out today. Actually, I think everything drops today, or did How it drop? Cool. I think it dropped yesterday. The eighth, um, yeah. Yeah, so so I'm working on some some videos. So I, I have a, a YouTube channel called uh, Death by Dragons. Feel free to search for it. Sure, I'll put um, the link in the description. Death by Dragons. Thank you. Um, so uh, we're going to do some Ratkin videos specifically around the new miniatures that have come up, and I've recruited a couple of uh, 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 kind of better generals than me because I'm not actually very good at the game. I just talk about it a lot. <laughs> um, but I, I've recruited... Um, uh, Alex Coos, who is um, uh, an amazing general from Canada, and Paige Neo, who's an incredible general from Singapore, who are going to do some tactics with me as well. But uh, I think the thing to remember about Ratkin is, I think of all the armies, they're the mo- they're definitely a fusion force. So it's not you you it, you would struggle to make a typical like hammer and anvil type list or an alpha strike type list with Ratkin because it's a, an army that really depends on the interactions between the pieces intensely. So um you need to decide what and really it's kind of cool you you need to decide what units are going to be your star units you're going to build around and that, and then you work from there really like if you love mm-hmm. demon spawn like the the big uh scuds luck demon spawn of yeah that, that thing is uh, ginormous too it's a it's a fantastic new model and he's a you know he's the best dragon in the game hands down but if you're going to use him you build your list around him because he's you know punishingly expensive and you need to uh, make the most of that so you want to be building you know a list that can match his speed or a list that will at least um, uh, defend him so that he can be released in the right place because he's a massive target or you might like the mutant rat fiend so that's another new model that's really cool um, mutant rat fiend syn- synergizes incredibly well with all of the um, what they call the vermintide okay right? which is like these little rat miniatures which are also out um, and, and th- so he offers radiance of life to them um, and then you want to bring in a broodmother because she can drain the the vermin as well for double double their life, and then give you know give that drain life points back to whoever she wants. So you can build a kind of nice kind of quasi kind of grindy list out of those elements, or you can build it around you know just plain shock troops, or you can build a huge swarm full of just warriors or spear warriors. You know, really pick the units that you think are cool and build around those because actually you need the interdependencies between those pieces yeah because that's um, their their special room right it's uh, i forget what the name of it is it's is it swarm eat the week the week the, yeah. the um the actual name of the the rule yeah or i forget what it is where they they boost each other vermin. they're called vermin, they're vermin. They, yes have, uh, so I, I guess having more drops uh, makes your army stronger in a sense uh in a way so you know I, i'm far from an expert but um having a huge number of very very cheap drops is you know it's like a trash it's like the trash meta there's a player called kyle paul that invented the trash meta over in america <laughs> with goblins. and it's basically just you throw so much garbage um that it's impossible to chew through it all that kind of element um i think with with ratkin it's not quite as garbagey so you can have you can actually make annoyingly hard to get rid of all of your rubbish um in whichever flavor you want to take them, you, you know, you can have wretches, which are kind of what used to be slaves. You can have warriors, you can have, um, uh, vermin tied, but 
it, it's kind of nice to build. I think Rackin works best when you include elements from all different parts of it. So it's got some nice shooting area elements. It's got some amazing characters. You know, one of the strengths of the Ogre list is the fact they've got all these, all their individuals aren't individual. They're, uh, they've got unit um, strength, so they can score. And actually, you get into the same situation with Ratkin. So like my favourite style of list is to take um, lots and lots of regiments of shock troops, which on their own aren't very strong, but then you throw in a couple of mutant rat fiends and you throw in some brutal forces to give them the rally um, so that everyone's nerve gets bumped up. You put a tangle in there. You put like Mother Kreiser as the special character. You pack the list with that stuff. And actually, it's annoyingly hard to kill everything because <laughs> everything is so scrappy um, and slightly durable. Like everything's like, all those characters are defense five. Oh. Really annoyingly hard to kill. And so at the end of the game, the way that I play, which is not very well, um, you know, 75% of my army's dead, but somehow I'm sitting on all the objectives. That's the plan. Well, yeah, because you, you play, I guess you play the objectives, right? Exactly. You play the objectives. But for example, Alex Kuse, who is a much better player than me, um, will play a lot more occasionally. He includes some quite fast hammer type units. So he'll include a ton of runners with brutal sharpness, for example, so that they hit on threes. You know, 24 attacks on threes with crush one, thunder one is is very difficult to deal with when it hits you right in the face. And so mm-hmm. he's very good at um, uh, you know, playing chaff in a way that he always gets that charge off the way he wants. And um, yeah, that's far more of a striking army, which is totally feasible as well. You just need to just need a bit more practice, I think, really. So we started talking a little bit about army composition and everything. Hmm. Uh, I want to get your take on a couple of these new units that are coming out, especially in the army box, because... Uh, the armor box, you get quite a bit. You get 40 warriors, uh, you get four plague pots, six nightmares. Uh, you talked about the swarm car and the night terror. I guess uh, in an army builder sense, when the army box set, would you consider just keep doing, uh, spread out the 40 warriors in that and trying to make a, a couple more drops out of that? Yeah, you know, I, I, I'd always base it. So one of the nice things about rats is that it's very hard to tell what's a warrior and what's a what's well, a shock troop and yeah. <laughs> i mean well, you, i guess you can turn you know with with the upgrade there's a web upgrade for to get the shock troop uh pieces uh, so i guess we can upgrade get that and the army you could uh turn those into shock troops also i suppose yeah yeah that, i think that's the idea yeah you certainly can do that um I, I, i'd like to take a look at that certainly see um so nightmares i think are interesting so let's talk about the warriors first. So warriors, I mean, I, I I always base them as as regiments. I don't find a great use for troops unless you're playing like a real multiple small units type army with lots and lots and lots and lots of tiny bits, okay. which is definitely a style you can. If you're doing that, base everything as troops and then just kind of push them together when you need them. I tend to base in regiments for warriors and that uh, because whether they're warriors, spear warriors or shock troops, you know, their function is, is you know, pretty similar. Um, it's just that shock troops are a little bit more punchy. Uh, so I always base them up as regiments. Um, by all, you know, I think shock troops are the bomb. So that's just that's just my thing. But definitely, <laughs> you can have unit upon unit of warriors. Definitely, um, nightmares I think are interesting. So I'm yet to be convinced by hordes of nightmares. Um, there are people that swear by them, but I think regiments of nightmares are great. So like a, a unit of three. Okay, so you, I think they're you really like three nice. over six. Yeah, yeah, I like three over six so because they they're shooting chaff that when you rally them properly, which you know if you're playing rats properly you will, their nerves really quite high for chaff and their defense five and they shoot, which which means that you have to invest in them invest in them to to get rid of them. So I I did run an army that was seven regiments of nightmares that didn't go very well. 
I have to say. <laughs> but um, a couple has definitely gone well. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a nice little star, I think, the army box. Yeah, and then you get There's the a- Night Terror and the Swarm Crier. Right, and you can run Night Terrors as brute enforcers if you want to as well, because they're the same. Uh, I think they are. Actually, Night Terror is on a 50, isn't it? Yes. Whereas uh, brute enforcers on a 40. Yes, I think that's, yeah. I think that's it, correct. Night Terrors are really cool. I've got one of, one of them. Um, it's a nice model. It's, it's another one that's right for conversion. The Swarm Cryer is just, you know, he's a Swarm Cryer. He's a, he's a standard bearer, but you can run him as a, as a Warlock if you want to or as anything. But that's a nice little cool model as well. So let's take a look at the Mega Army box, uh, which came out also on Monday. Most of almost everything on the Ratkin, I think, came out on the eighth. Uh, so right. we move up to eighty warriors, and then uh, tunnel runners. This one comes with tunnel runners. It does. You got three tunnel runners, six nightmares, and a brood mother. That's great. I think um, you know that's a really good start for an army. Frankly, um, you know those three tunnel runners are enough to make your 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 horde or your regiment whatever it is but um 80 is is plenty um to be that's starting a, that's with. a lot of warriors <laughs> it is a lot i'm just thinking of the uh, having to stick all of them together bless um we quite <laughs> quite a challenge but actually you know if you if you're multi-basing properly you can turn those 80 uh in 80 little miniatures into way more than four regiments oh yeah you could probably you could probably get at least i would say Another two more regions out of that. What yeah, is- yeah, and they could look really cool. And you know, those nightmares also, you can turn them into brute enforcers. So the brute enforcer is a really great hero. There's an underused hero that gives you rally one, and they're very punchy, hitting on threes with crushing two. They're really good. Brood mother's just like essential part of the army. Sure. Part of synergy. So yeah, that is. I think it's a great box. And really good. So you think the 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 brute. Warrior or not brute warrior? Was the brute warrior you're saying was the underused? The uh, sorry, the brute enforcer. A oh, brute enforcer. enforcer. So, because um, traditionally um, in the last version of the game, people used to run Ratkin as hordes, hordes upon hordes upon hordes, right? Because the hordes give rally, mm-hmm. um, and they were so strong. The the shock troops on uh, hordes were so strong. But I think regiments is the way to go, and and the brute enforcers are the way then to give your rally. So you've then got lots of quite high nerve. Um, medium punchy annoyingly hard to get rid of regiments swarming the board and you've got your brute forces in between who can act as chaff at a pinch they can take objectives you know that you could they they hit pretty well they can block up cavalry i think they're great so yeah, yeah. nice nice uh, uh and i guess to to top it off uh what about the ratkin characters or uh, bigger models i mean we, we know the the demon spawn is ri- ridiculously crazy uh, yeah, he's great. He's what good, about uh, the magic on the Ratkin side? Well, the, the what? The badger? What? What? Uh, the magic. The magic users on that side. Uh. Okay. Yeah. So what we've we got? We've got. Um, there's lots of stuff actually. Wow. I haven't really probably looked at it yet. But you can get the League of Infamy character to as the brute enforcer, which is pretty cool. Yes. We've got some scurry upgrades. What else have we got? We've got. We've got a Swarm Choir, which we talked about, Sandy Berry. We've got a War Chief, that's nice, and the Warlock. The Warlock's a, a great character. I think you're you're a little bit spoiled for choice, really, in the amount of stuff you've got for characters-wise. There is um, so the Broodmother's great, um, you know, indispensable in terms of magic user. There's a special character called Mother Kreiser, who's a Broodmother that's not on the site. There is actually a a Dead Zone. I think it's Dead Zone or Warpath or Star Saga. Um, broodmother type character which i've used as mother kreiser that's really cool and there's the tangle which is there as well for um 
which is another fantastic character. Plenty, and I think they haven't they haven't got the um, mutant rat fiend up yet on the website. I'm really looking forward to mutant rat fiend coming. So I showed it, not even for pre-order yet, but that's another cool character that can go up. Yeah, awesome. Uh, I wonder if that Mother Kreiser comes in the Warband. Oh, you know who I'm thinking of? I'm thinking of that Twitch Kinnear. Twitch Kinnear, yeah, yeah. That's who I'm thinking of, not the Mother. Is he in there? He's in the Warband. Yeah, he's in the Vanguard Warband set. He's in the... He's he's, his free birthing daughter. Yeah. Oh, that's right. He's got one of... He's got the new more pups. Uh, What are they called? They're called... um, uh, Hackpaws. Yes. Hackpaw miniatures in there as well. And it's got some Vermintide in there as well. Yes. That so it's a, uh, it's a. I think a warband is a good place to get your model started until you decide what you want to get, and then you move right into the mega army. Uh, all right, Steve. So we got your take on special characters, magic users, and things like that. Uh, any any last tips for any new uh, Ratkin players that are looking to get in? No, I think it just takes a lot of reps. I think yeah, don't don't try and play it like a traditional kind of smash face type of army. Um, you know, think about the scenario and the objectives you play. Um, the one thing I've always uh, thought with Ratkin is every piece can be thrown away. Don't think any piece is precious. Just you know, if you if you if you're playing and trying to protect something so desperately, so desperately, you're probably playing Ratkin wrong. Everything's garbage, and that's the point. You know, it's it's there to be thrown away. And the point is to get to the end of the battle and win. Doesn't matter if you've got one piece left or if you've got all your whole army. Um, that's kind of how I play it. But then, like I say. Not the most expert, but <laughs> I, think, I think they're a really fun army to play. They're full of character, um, you know, and it's it's just a, a great army to have fun with. So you know, get in there, get stuck in, and enjoy it. Yeah, and the new stuff coming out looks great. So, or you can convert your own, like Stephen did, uh, or just have fun and do a little bit of both, uh, as I say. So, uh, Stephen, what, what's the name of that website again? People can come check on you with uh, Alex Kuss and everyone else. Oh, it's going to start with, they'll be going up at some point, probably towards the end of March, and around uh, on Death by Dragons. So if you just uh, search Death by Dragons um, on YouTube, you'll probably find it. Is it Dragon um, or Dragons? Death by Dragons. With a Z- S, okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, thank you, Steve, for coming on. I've been Chopper, and thanks for listening to the Mantic Podcast. Bye.